For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is scowzo and brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is scowzo and brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is scowzo and brust. Live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All Studios at Radio City. This is Scalzo and Brust, presented by Brooklyn Brewery on 94.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. It's a party, baby. ESPN Wisconsin, 800-990-3776. Brett Noclair says, you guys should set up a video live stream during your show. It would be interesting to see some of the expressions of you guys. What would be the most common expression seen? Would it be me getting angry? Ben putting his hand up to talk? And getting angry? <laughs> It's not the the best answer we have here, but it'd probably just be me laughing constantly, nonstop. You laughing constantly. Like, I wish we had the video stream up for when uh, Ben Brust and Mark Tauscher started talking about their uh, potential golf match there because Ben was getting angry. Like, I can notice his face when he's not, he's trying not to, but he was getting bothered by it and he felt attacked. Well, I mean, because this wasn't the first time I'd heard the narrative before. And so now, if we're going to hit, keep hitting it over and over again, I'm only human. I'm going to react. And the narrative being that Ben is a reverse sandbagger. You can listen to that entire interview uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. Scalzo and Bross, Wisconsin On Demand, uh, Apple, Spotify, and on and on. Uh, 800-990-3776. And yes, I did end up getting angry at Ben Brust at the end of last segment because he did his little cute face and trying to ask us what a haiku is. We now have a haiku in addition to a Chef Ed poem. We will get to those here shortly, but so right now it's time time to pray, play a little. Once again, stepping all over it, it's time to play a little. Craigslist Price is right. Come on down. It's the moment of truth. It's time to play Craigslist Price is Right, presented by Rheingeist The Truth, where hops sizzle with grapefruit and mango notes and end with a smooth, dry finish. Pick up your six-pack today. It is Craigslist Price is Right. Your first contestant, Ben Bruss. Your next contestant, me, Greg Scalzo. Your third contestant, Noah in Middleton. Noah, welcome in to Scalzo and Bruss. It is Craigslist Price is Right. Noah, do you know how to play Price is Right? I do. All right. For those that don't, there are four items perfectly curated by our very own Joshi DiMaggio. You can find those items on Twitter, at Scalzo and Bruss. That's where you can find the visual representations. Uh, Joshi has curated, scoured the Internet to find these, uh, posted them there. His assistant, Jesse Nelson, will provide the auditory explanation of what they are. And then we try to guess how much they are posted for on Craigslist without going the without going over the price closest to or right on wins the round best of three with a potential overtime fourth round. Joshi DiMaggio, take it away. 
That was a wonderful intro, Greg Scalzo. Uh, I did, I always like to tell you why I did what I did. It's Packers. It's pretty self-explanatory. But I was looking for Aaron Rodgers-specific items, and I don't know if the collectibles have gone down uh, in modern day, but there was like three total things in the state of Wisconsin for Aaron Rodgers on Craigslist. It was it was confusing. But without further ado, we can go to the items. The first one up is the Favre cardboard cutout. Here's Jesse Nelson with the explanation. Two of my favorite things in this world are Brett Favre and Mountain Dew. And here they are combined into one magical Craigslist item. A Brett Favre Mountain Dew cardboard cutout. Catch a young version of the Hall of Famer dressed in a generic Mountain Dew number 4 jersey ready to sling a bottle of Dew to the next thirsty fan. Measuring 6 feet tall, do what you have to do to bid correctly on this Brett Favre Mountain Dew cardboard cutout if the Craigslist price is right. I'm mad that that do the do. I knew I should have known it was coming. It was, but it still it was got inevitable. Me. It still got me. Still made me giggle. All right, let's start us off here with Greg, Ben, and then Noah. I'm gonna say hundred and fifty dollars. I'm gonna go two hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, I see that it is signed, so I'm definitely going two fifty one on this one. Over everyone. Wow. Sorry to get out. Brett Favre, no value here? I will say $100. $50. 51 bones. Smart play. You know what? The actual retail price for the cutout is $75. The next item. Yeah. Oh, it's an ahead. autograph, but like that's a big commitment to put that up in the house. Now, I love Mountain Dew as well. Mountain Dew Rise Energy, delicious. Um, but that's still a big commitment to throw up in the house. Yeah, it it's is. Got to be a man cave item. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that seems like I'm a, with you, Noah. a corner thing. You just kind of stick it in the corner and dust it off once a year when when people come over for drinks. Uh, the next item we have up here is the Green Bay Packers couch tissue box cover. Here's Jesse Nelson with the explanation. Dun 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 dun. dun. Blow that nose. <laughs> this is a Packers themed cloth <laughs> tissue box cover in the form of a couch, which I have some questions about. Do you have to lift it up to take a tissue every time you need to use one? Why is it in the form of a couch? The tiny green and gold pillows are a nice touch, but are they really necessary? And most importantly, if you cry after a Packers loss, does taking a tissue from the box covered by this couch make you feel better or worse? Either way, it's not your job to answer these questions. (laughs) A Packers-themed cloth tissue box couch cover. Yours, if the Craigslist price is right. All right, let's start off the guessing here with Ben, Noah, and then Greg. Uh, I am clueless here. $50. I'm going to say 25 I'll go $51. Jeez, no one's going to even give me a chance out here. You're all over again. <laughs> I was going to go $1. Man. Um... Twenty dollars. Ten bucks. I want, I want to do it to Ben, but I won't do it. <laughs> I will go jerk. eleven dollars. Actual retail price is fifteen dollars. Oh. No, again. No, that's no, Greg. that's me. That is Greg. Well, sorry, I'm mistaken. That my bad. You sound really sad. 
Yeah, I wanted Noah to get that one. I was staying one. quiet just to make sure nobody understood, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Savvy. Heady play. Over to our third item. We have the Brett Favre plates. This is the one Jesse Nelson is the most excited about, so buckle in. Maybe instead of the $50 Venmo he sent me as our wedding gift, Ben <laughs> Brust could buy Becca and I these Brett Favre plates from the Bradford Exchange. This set of 10 decorative plates is in perfect condition and comes complete with wall hangers for display when not in use. Featuring iconic images celebrating touchdowns, winding up to throw a deep pass, and of course, the infamous run off the field at Super Bowl 31. What a fantastic late addition this could be to our wedding registry. 10 commemorative Bradford exchange Brett Favre plates. Mine, if the Craigslist price is right. You gonna do that, Ben? Am I gonna do what? Buy him the plates. Oh, we gotta see what it costs. <laughs> Alright, Noah, let's start off Noah, Greg, then Ben. I'll do 150 I will go $250. Actual retail price is $200 and Noah takes the takes the cake. Plates. Nice. You're as punny <laughs> as Jesse Nelson. On the plate, just the plate, doesn't matter. <laughs> well done. Well, wait, is that a tie? No, Noah got Noah it. Noah won the oh, first and third. Noah, congratulations. Okay. You are our winner of Craigslist Price is Right. Noah, I love how, how excited. Does that feel? Yeah, he's very excited, but you, you don't win anything other than pride. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Maybe Ben will share his uh, Show Me the Love t-shirt with you. Uh, like together or like trade on and off or what? <laughs> Little like sisterhood of the traveling pants. Like you can have custody. it for a few months. You send it so back it fits, to Ben. So it'll fit me. Yeah, and then fit him. And yeah, okay. I can make it well, work. Mark, Mark in New Berlin only got us one size of, of Show Me the Love t-shirt. It doesn't fit so. any of us. <laughs> no, it doesn't fit any of us. Thank you for the uh, well, call. Congratulations to Noah and Middleton, the winner of Craig's List price is right. We're all going to be winners coming up here in early June because the AmFam Championship is back. The American Family and Champion Championship uh, at University Ridge Golf Course back June 11th through the 13th in Madison. The annual American Family Insurance Championship Golf Tournament where all proceeds of the event go to the Steve Stricker American Family Insurance Foundation, the American Family Children's Hospital, and other charitable organizations that make Wisconsin a great place to live. So head on over to AmFamChampionship.com uh, AmFamChampionship.com You can learn more about the COVID precautions they have there and to buy tickets. Limited attendance this year so do not wait. One of the best weekends of the year in the state of Wisconsin. The AmFam Championship this year. Not only do we have Steve Stricker playing, we're going to have uh, Andy North, two-time U.S. Uh, Open champion, is going to be playing. Uh, I love the AmFam Championship. Check it out. Again, AmFamChampionship.com. Chef Ed has an Aaron Rodgers poem. We got an Aaron Rodgers haiku. We'll hear those next, and we'll continue to hear from you. The Scalzo and Bruss family, 800-990-3776. That's on Scalzo and Bruss. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. Can you just um, let my imagination be and not ruin it? I like the idea of that being like a strong rod. It, it reminds me of... Probably <laughs> <laughs> the most action you've had in months, huh? Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts.
Beanie in Hawaii. Josh DiMaggio used to have lip rings. Ben Bross slides and sandals. Or I guess I should say socks and sandals. What style choice do you regret? And what style choice do you have now that you know that you will regret? Because, again, I think Aaron Rodgers, cool guy. Uh, but that's not the best look. And I feel like he's just holding on to it in from the 90s. JR in the car chimes in 800-990-3776. Says, I'm still the guy that uses a little too much hair gel like I did in seventh oh, grade no. where you spike the front. Oh, Life no. hates it. The ski yeah. slope? No, but here that that hits a little bit home as I'm trying to do a little self reflection here. I use a lot of hairspray, and I feel like I'm going to look back and be like, "Why is my hair so shiny in all these pictures?" Yeah. Eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. Nick from Milwaukee says polo shirt, knee length cargo shorts and sneakers middle-aged white guy summer uniforms so apparently cargo shorts would be what i would pick out there nick from milwaukee that are certainly not in style although i do see people trying to bring them back in style the good thing that's happened recently is uh not necessarily tighter fitting clothes but properly fitting clothes like uh, for a while i wore just the baggiest polos like they're talking about and it doesn't look good no matter the body type to have, like, to try and wear a polo like that. You just look foolish. It still isn't standardized. As a smaller guy, you know how infuriating it is to have to, like, like I, I'll get a polo. I'll order a, a medium polo for one place and another. One of them fits snug. The other one's, yeah. like, massive, and the arms go down past my elbows, and I feel like a little kid again. I hate, I, I mean, like, even, even for the size that I am, I think, I think everyone has that. If you're, like, a... I wear large, but then next thing I know, I put it in the wash one time, and I probably didn't read the directions on the on the tag inside. I put it in the dryer, and so then it's like I I bend over, and my back is showing. Can I give you a tip here, just just to live with for the rest of your life? Always wash with cold water. Cold water, always, always, every time. And that had drying, just normal. You can do just like the moderate. You don't need to go blazing hot, but the drying, the don't go hot water. I mean, I know I'm going to regret the sweatpants that I wear every single day at home, but, like, I guess, who cares? It's just me at home with those 2XL sweatpants that are way too big, but they're just so comfy. Chef Ed chimes in, 800-990-3776. Chef Ed wrote a poem about the Aaron Rodgers situation. Do you guys want to hear it? I will sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Not really. He titles it The Saga. You don't want to hear it, Joshy? I'm then teasing. turn off Go your ahead. headphones. <laughs> There was a team from Green Bay whose QB wanted things done his way. He would stomp his feet on the floor and say, I don't want to play for you anymore. So when push comes to shove, they had to start Jordan Love. Goody quickly understood that his draft pick wasn't any good. His next plan of attack was to get Rodgers to come back. Scalzo and Bruss put it on a poll. Could Aaron Rodgers lead the team to the Super Bowl? The results you probably could guess. The answer was an overwhelming yes. The saga is finally through. The train's on the tracks! Yeah! I like that! It's optimistic, but it's stupid because it's not realistic. You didn't have to call it stupid. Well, I mean, like, the the premise that Aaron Rodgers will be back and we're going to win a Super Bowl after everything that's gone down in this offseason just seems ridiculous. But I love the optimism from our guy, Chef Ed. Well, 414 uh, chimes in with a much more pessimistic viewpoint, and he wrote it in haiku form. Okay. Are you ready, Ben? Yes. Ask Galzo and Bruss family. Let's just get some poems going. 
Yes, 800-990-3776. Call us with your best Aaron Rodgers poem, uh, or you can text us there as well. 414 chimes in and says, here is a haiku. Aaron Rodgers is leaving. That's all she wrote, folks. Wow, yeah, that is. Uh, thank you for that contribution to the show. I mean, just really hit us home there and really took us places. I'm out on the haiku. Get it out of my life. So the haiku, Why? I mean, it sim- is, is, it, is it just too simple for you? I disagree. It's 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 not interesting. It, it uh, it's it's a crutch for a lot of uh, sports writers. They love haikus and they just go to it because they think they're creative and funny. You're just talking about Peter King. It's literally the only one that I know no, that does a no, haiku. No, no, no. I, I mean, I I don't want to start personally naming people. Name Are names, Josh. Are you scared of these people? <laughs> or it's gonna get to them and they're gonna hate Josh DiMaggio. I really just can't think of it. I've seen haikus. It's a thing. It's a sports writer thing. They love it. Chad from Aguanago, who won the Ben Bruss autographed Lithuanian trading card during the Scalzo and Bruss subscribe rate review challenge. Make sure you check out the entirety of the Scalzo and Bruss podcast uh, platform. You can find it with Scott's on demand on Apple, on Spotify. We had Tausch join us earlier. He got Ben all up in his uh, in his feels. You can listen to that in the entire show, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. Chad from Iguanago says Ben's hair and the signed card I won. He needs to go back to that. The Lithuanian hair? I mean, I just basically screwed out. I, I, I as soon as I left on the plane from the United States to go to Lithuania, I didn't cut it for ten months. I mean, I had a little bit of flow at the end, but it, it's not a good look in the in-between phase. Like Aaron Rodgers, he's in. I think maybe he's doing the beanie hat because he's in the in-between phase and he doesn't want to show his hair. I don't know. That's a good point. I didn't consider that. The beanie's great for hiding bad hair. Yeah, but actually, when you have long hair, even in the in-between phase, long hair looks great with a hat on. Like a normal hat, not a winter hat, you know? Because you can see that there's like some see some the lettuce coming in the back. You got the nice sideburn there. Like it's a sexy look. As somebody who once had way too long of hair, you you do run into the issue of it, it feathering around the hat, and it looks like you're almost wearing a helmet. And the the beanie does a great job of keeping it down. Josh, our beanie expert. On Twitter, at Scalzo and Brust, are beanies in summer, guys? Cool, guys. 90% of fans say no. Only 10% say yes. And Brent chimes in and says, Beanie in Hawaii was the final straw. I'm over number 12. <laughs> oh, that is so lame. Come on. Because of a fashion choice? That's lame. It's more than a fashion choice. Well, I mean, like, being the final straw. I mean, here's the thing. If Aaron Rodgers in that very beanie was on Kenny Main Sports Center on on Monday and he said, "I'm going to make this work and be a Green Bay Packer," he would love beanies and he'd be back on the train with us. I, I, yes, I, I'm I'm not taking Brent's tweet as a uh, conclusive final straw uh, report from his life. But it, it's um, the Jake Kumarel for Brent. Jake Kumarel is the final straw. The beanie's the final straw. Everyone has it. Good point, Josh. Thank you. 
Uh, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Gina Della from Pella. You'd never catch her wearing a beanie in the summer. She is fashionable, and so are Pella Windows and Doors. The quality speaks for itself. Rated number one in America for highest value, highest quality, and increasing home value. The deals are the best. Six years, no interest financing. I feel like that's all I need to say. What are you waiting for? Tausch tells you how great they are. I'm telling you how great they have been for me, replacing windows and doors in my older home. It's made a world of difference. They can get out to you, and they can get replacement windows installed and doors installed for you. An installation for Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin means peace of mind because you're going to get a limited lifetime warranty and a 10-year installation warranty. And I mentioned it before, six-year, no interest financing if you order by May 31st, so don't wait any longer. PellaWI.com slash radio, PellaWI.com slash radio, or call 855-PELLA-WI. That's 855-PELLA-WI, and tell Gina and her team that we sent you. Trent Delfer appeared on the Ryan Rosillo podcast a week ago or so and talked about what impact all of this narrative would have on Aaron Rodgers' teammates. We'll hear what he had to say and react to it next on Scalzo and Brust. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. I don't know who chimed in with this. Whomever is willing to supply a tank, this can't end well. I disagree. I think we'll be very responsible with this tank. Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Saga rolls on. We got poems coming in from the Scalzo and Bruss family. Ron and the Key sent me one that corporate Joshy won't let me read on the air. The hall monitor, Josh DiMaggio. More poems coming in. Send them to us, 800-990-3776 on Twitter, at Scalzo and Bruss. We did have Whaler54 chiming in and asking, can, Brett, can Ben grow sideburns with that baby face? He caught me. Uh, no, I cannot. I am very patchy. And sideburns would be if, like, the the part on the <laughs> side, yeah, goes really far down. No, I cannot. Have you, would you consider, uh, because I know you not having a beard is, is something that bothers you a bit. Would you consider, like, a beard growth aid of some sort? Like a, like a medication, even if it was, like, an over-the-counter thing? No, I mean, like, I want to have a beard. Like, I want the ability to grow a beard, but I'm not, like... So putting something on your face like two times a day, not worth it? I don't know. It just feels kind of like cheating, and I don't like to cheat. The guy doesn't... I mean, yeah, right. The guy doesn't even get up from his bed to go into the bathroom Again, in the morning. a narrative that I put to bed. He's not putting stuff on his face twice a day, Joshy. He's lucky if he remembers to brush his teeth once a day. He's got you there. My average is working its way back to above one. The Aaron Rodgers saga rolls on. He played golf with John Elway. Everybody's talking about Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. What about his teammates? Here's what Trent Dilfer had to say on the Ryan Rosillo podcast last week. What I don't understand and where I'm not on Aaron's side is what message that sends to all the guys on his team. And I think that's what doesn't get talked about enough with the Aaron Rodgers thing is, so you're basically saying that your receivers are chopped liver. 
that your running backs not one of the best. That your offensive line, which is graded out according to PFF pretty darn well the last few years. I've never been as high on them as they grade out, but it's hard to argue with the grade, right? They grade out every year as one of the best offensive lines. And they've paid uh, for it too, by the way. And they pay, yeah. Right. I mean, it's they, they do a lot of good stuff. And, and his messaging it, to his 53 dudes that have his back, they're his boys, right? Is the messaging there is you guys aren't good enough, but I am. Look, I understand what Trent Dilfer is trying to say here. But ultimately, he's not saying his receivers are chop liver. He doesn't want his success tied with Brian Gutekunst. You've heard Jason Wildey, host of Wildey and Tausch, 9 to noon across ESPN Wisconsin, simply say if Brian Gutekunst was not the general manager, that Aaron Rodgers would be back. He doesn't like Goody. He doesn't want the success tied to Goody. It's, and you've even heard Devontae Adams so, uh, go out there and voice his support for his guy, Aaron Rodgers. So although I get it that it is frustrating, I think the team would welcome Aaron Rodgers back, knowing the success that they've had over the last two years. Yeah, I mean, again, I don't think anybody's arguing that the team wouldn't take Aaron Rodgers back and accept him with open arms because of how important he is to their success and to their careers. Uh, I do think that, like... You're just trusting one of these reports because we know Jason and we know how good he is. So you're just picking that and saying, yep, that's the reason it all has to do with Goody. You can push that further and say he's upset at Goody because Goody didn't draft the first-round wide receiver, which is a story that is out there. And then he hasn't invested more in free agency, which is a story that is out there. And then that basically logic would lead you to he doesn't think the guys around him are good enough. And I do think that you can take exception with that if you're his teammate, not Devontae Adams, because obviously him and Devontae have a very good relationship. And Aaron Rodgers has a direct line of communication with Devontae Adams. But if you're MBS, if you're Alan Lazard Lazard, if you are Bubby Tunyon, if you're somebody on the offensive line, I absolutely think that you're not going to get mad but that resentment starts to build up. It took Tausch five minutes to talk to you about how you play golf for you to start to get upset. Imagine having to constantly read, have your family reach out to you, your friends, say, hey, what's going on with Rodgers? He didn't think you're good enough? I bet there is resentment building constantly throughout the offseason because Aaron Rodgers hasn't talked. He didn't come out and say, look, my issues with Goody. I love my teammates. I want to come back. He will win a Super Bowl if I come back. If he talks, it puts a lot of that to rest. But instead, his silence allows your, and when I'm saying your, I'm saying his teammates, his teammates' minds to run wild and to start to dig their own ditches as the human mind often does. Well, here's the thing. If I'm MVS and, and, and he's thinking that he's chopped liver, he should actually just think that because there were times that he was chopped liver and needs to continue to develop. So there's some self-reflection that needs to be done on everyone's part, but I see your point of the buildup. But if you're good and you trust Aaron Rodgers if he comes back, that doesn't bother you, but if you're a fringe guy, then that's probably a problem that you have. Slight detour. When when someone says you're chopped liver, do you know what they're trying to communicate and why, Ben? I'm guessing if you're ch- chopped liver, it must be like the least important part of the the animal that you're that you're cutting up. You were you were close. You were close. Chopped liver is like saying you're not important. 
But it's it's because it was typically side, served as a side dish. Yeah, not important. But you went like butcher, yeah, I went, I went, I went too deep still into eating it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. Fun fact: eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. If you're Aaron Rodgers' teammate, and all you hear throughout this offseason is you're not good enough, and Aaron Rodgers wanted Goody to do more, uh, how does that make you feel, or do you not care? Again, eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. And I don't think it's just if you're a fringe guy. Uh, he has his friends on the team that know him, but there's definitely guys he has relationships with on that team who have to be feeling a little bit like, come on, dude, we've been to the NFC Championship back-to-back years. Like, this team is good enough, and all we're hearing is that the guy would rather go to Denver to play with Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy and, like, and, um, you know, our guy Melvin Gordon. I do love me some Melvin Gordon. But guys that haven't proven anything, really, uh, to the level that a lot of Green Bay Packers have in a deep last year that wasn't even as good as the Green Bay Packers. I don't care if they have Vic Fangio over there. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm sure that Rodgers is not putting that narrative out there, but he's not doing anything to stop that narrative. It could all get put to rest very easily, but I do wonder if this is building some element of resentment and allowing his teammates to start to look at Jordan Love a little bit more and get on that love train, because if you look on Jordan Love's Instagram, he's getting a lot of love from those younger teammates of his. And, and look... I think that if I'm one of those players, like, I, I don't, if I, you mentioned some of those players on the Broncos roster that Aaron Rodgers could potentially, if, if that ends up happening, playing with, then you're like, all right, it wasn't us. It was simply the organization because we know we're better on offense and, and all those positions that it, that it's, it, I don't take but it that's personal. That's not how people think you would take that personally. If, if Frank Kaminsky, I know this is impossible in college, if Frank Kaminsky during your final four run was like, you know what? I actually want to bounce. I want to move. I want to go to Duke or Kentucky because these dudes ain't getting us over the hill. Uh, and then he goes to another team, no matter what the reason is, you're going to be like, what the heck, man? You abandoned us. Like, you're the team. Aaron Rodgers is the centerpiece of the damn team. The reason why it's so hard to get other pieces around him is because he makes so much money and he's not willing to sacrifice, nor should he have to sacrifice that. But the entirety of the team is built around Aaron Rodgers as the centerpiece. And now he wants to cut bait no matter what the reason is. That would piss me off if I was his teammate. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. We've been to the NFC Championship back-to-back years, and now you're saying you want to leave? I don't care if it's because of the squirrel in the front office, that little rat Goody. Like, you are my teammate. We go to war together, and now you're leading me. I don't care how much logic you want to put behind it, Ben. I know you. You would be emotionally hurt by that. That would bother you. Of, of course, but what I'm saying is he's if he's going to play at Denver and it's with those players that aren't as good as the offense they have as the Packers, then there's just nothing as a player you can do. He made the decision. Sure, they can build resentment, but it's not that because they're chopped liver. I'm not taking it that I'm chopped liver. I'm taking it as he's just choosing a way different direction. And it's just so hard to compare professional to college. So I, I like I'm... So if one reason for another, I end up going and it becomes Jen Scalzo and Chewy in the mornings on 94.5 ESPN, and it was some other issue. You wouldn't hold Same that against team. me. I'm, you, would, you wouldn't end up getting mad at me because I'm like, yo, dude, sorry, Joshy, Benny, I'm out of here, boys. Uh, you know, it's not, it's not apples to apples. Like you're, you're, it's pretty close. I mean, you're, but you'd be on the same team as us. We're ESPN Wisconsin. We're still teammates. I, I know you. Are we going for resentment? Just feeling resentment? Sure, I'd feel yeah. resentment. I have, absolutely. But I'm just saying it's it's different from talking about the chopped liver 
when he's going to play with, with Denver. He's taking a bigger overall approach of the organization's not where I wanted to be. That'd be like you going to a different station in so that scenario. So ultimately you agree with the fact that Aaron Rodgers doesn't give a crap about winning. None of this is about winning. It's merely about the front office because that's everything you're telling me right now. Yes. Okay. 800-990-3776. Uh, give us a call. Part of the Scalzo and Russ family. Let us know how you would feel if you were a teammate of Aaron Rodgers with all of this going on. I do want to give a shout out to Eat Street. Just put in my Eat Street order so I'll have dinner by the time I get home. Busy, new parent. Uh, show until 6. Boom. I get home. Non-contact delivery. Safely delivered there. My wife loves it. I love it. Everybody loves it. Eat Street, the official food delivery partner of the Scalzo and Russ family. The Milwaukee Bucks. The Milwaukee Brewers. Started in Wisconsin, based in Madison, where it started, serving all over the state of Wisconsin. Benny, tell them what they get if they download the app. Seven days free delivery for all you new customers. All you new customers, your lives will be changed if you download the Eat Street app today and order some food. Food type they sort it by, distance they sort it by. They make it easy for you to eat and make your life way more convenient. I would be very upset if Ben Bruss left this show because he was being a big baby and let one person get in the way of the success and where we are going. If he believes that the Packers is a championship team and he lets Goody get in the way of that, if I'm his teammate, I'm pissed off. How would you feel? 800-990-3776. We'll get to the Scalzo and Bruss family next on Scalzo and Bruss. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. Scalzo's and then, pretty good, but uh, Brust, I like the man as a basketball player, but yeah. Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. It's Scalzo and Bross. We're presented by Brooklyn Brewery. Ben Bross, Greg Scalzo, Hunter Vaughn, Josh DiMaggio, you, the Scalzo and Bross family. That includes the official unofficial clown of the Scalzo and Bross family, the conductor of the love train, the Jordan love train, the guy who thinks that Jordan Love should have replaced Aaron Rodgers last year. It is Mark in New Berlin. Well, thanks for having me on, fellas. Now, just let's get back to this. Why would the players be upset with Aaron Rodgers? He chokes. We haven't won anything in 20 years. You know, wouldn't Devontae uh, Adams not, be a lot happier true. with Jordan Love? Knowing that he might, he will win a Super Bowl. He will catch a lot of touchdown passes. Not he might. And then you compare you compare Aaron Rodgers to a war. He's good in battles against the Chicago Bears, uh, maybe the Detroit Lions. But when he gets in the main war with the Buccaneers, he chokes. I wouldn't want him in a war with me. I wouldn't want him in my foxhole. He chokes. So what I'm saying is, we got the we got the stick that stirs the drink. Now that's my new Aaron, my new Jordan Love T-shirt. It's the stick that stirs the drink. There he is. You know, and like I said, like you ever see the movie Platoon? Since we're on this war kick, I have seen. Well, the, what was the, the main saying in there? When the machine breaks down, we break down. We're broke down for the last twenty years. Two Super Bowls in 30 years. It's broke. Get rid of this guy. He's wearing a beanie. He's somewhere in Hawaii. I don't know what he's at a luau. And you know what? Luau, what's wrong with luau? Luau's are great, Mark. 
Yeah, but you know what a Bakerfield cannon is? He's out there throwing, but he's in Bakersfield throwing, you know, passes that look like darts. It's, you know, he's ready he's for this. He's not wrong. Let's I will him, say this. He's not wrong. Let's get going. And like last year, oh, my, Mark's nuts. Mark doesn't, what, what, you know where we'd be You're right nuts. now if he would have played last year? We wouldn't yeah, be would having have this conversation. He would have been, he would have been. He would have been out. He would have been out by now. Mark, here's the thing. Thank you Everyone for the call, in this Mark. room is now dumber for having listened to it. Very good, Josh. The only reason why I enjoy Mark still, because like there is a percentage chance that he actually, despite the stupid stuff he said in the past about the 2020 Packers, that Jordan, they'd be better with Jordan Love. What if he actually nails this? Like He, he will have been... The biggest Jordan Love fan from the start, if he's actually good and like carries the Packers on forward, he will be the guy. So I, I, I applaud him for continuing on being the clown. I mean, he's completely wrong. First off, it's not 20 years since they've won something. It's 10. Two Super Bowls in 30 years is actually pretty damn good. And uh, but He the also thing- said Jordan Love would be catching passes. I was like, what? And the one thing he's right about is like Rogers is in Hawaii with a beanie with his fiance, and the Bakersfield Cannon is throwing darts out there in Bakersfield, California. Can't deny that. What? Who brought up war? Because I don't remember us bringing it up during yeah, the show. He Was did that mention him? like now that we're on this war talk. I don't know if we. <laughs> what are you guys t- trying to make like sense out of what Mark and New Berlin brought into the show? Yeah, yeah, we're supposed to shut our brains off. You're right. Platoon, great movie though, Benny. You know what war that one's about? Uh, Vietnam. Nailed it! Look at that. Wait, that did you know a, that? That was a 1 out of 20 guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, not really. There haven't been that many wars. I mean, but, around uh, the world. Fair enough. Uh, 800-990-3776. Twitter, at Scalzo and Brust. Uh, we had one person text in and just ask, is Aaron Rodgers cool anymore? That from Renee. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Western Conference Spurs, Grizzlies coming up next across both stations.